Are you still recovering from last night? Explain. <laughs> you were dancing with 80-year-olds. I had so much fun. <laughs> Welcome to So Taco. Two side hustles in a microphone. With So Bonita and Taco Gear. <laughs> what what did you do last night? Tell tell everybody. Uh I went to un baile. <laughs> we went to ACL the other weekend and then what did you say this weekend? Uh, this uh we were jamming out with my suegros at un baile in a bingo hall. Yeah, there was this uh older artist how old was he 71 78 that's what your mom said 78 two years older than paul mccartney ruben ramos from austin texas also known as el gato negro there you go (laughs) very charismatic dude it was loud in there i mean it was a live production of like i mean accordion player trumpets trumpets (laughs) oh yes older tejano music yeah yeah okay it was a place called i had a blast yeah it was at the valencia here in our town, Corpus Christi, Texas, where we actually vote. You could vote there, too. Yeah, early voting and <clears throat> election day voting, yeah. It was one of those dance halls where you are allowed to bring your own liquor and beer, and they sell you setups. They yeah. call them setups, ice buckets with cups and napkins. And Coke or Sprites or whatever. Yeah, so that, that's what we did. But my father was nice enough to um, to give us two tickets. Yeah. Lately, we've been so busy, we don't get to hang out with them as much. So we. Oh, been... and also, our, our our new house where we live now is yeah. a little further away from them because our old house was like down the street. Yeah, from it wasn't where too your far parents away. Lived. So your parents think that we live like on the other side of town, which yeah. we don't. And I, I needed. We need to see them more. We just need to see them. I more. love your parents. I do too. So anyway, uh, so we went to baile. Yeah, yeah, it was fun, and everybody there was. Like, we were probably like the youngest couple in there. I felt very young, <laughs> and I'm old. <laughs> And we had so much fun. I mean, they were dancing and I was just telling, I was telling you like, God, can you imagine how many years they've been dancing together? They were very, I mean, I'm not trying to say they're like ancient, but they were old. But the the awesome thing about that was um, they they were having so much fun. They they were, the dance floor was never empty. They looked at each other certain ways. Yeah, cheek to cheek. Yeah. You ever see one of those, um, those older couples that... I've been together for so long. All the viral stuff you see on Facebook of those videos of these, this couple's been together 40, 50, 60 yeah. years, whatever. Um, it, you, we saw a bunch of that last night. And uh, some of those men dance really well. I had a blast. Some just of those ladies them. move really well, too. Yes, man. They were jamming out, dancing and tossing their hair. And they had all the pretty jewelry. And yeah. oh, my God, it was so much fun. It was a lot of fun. So yeah, that we was had fun. I hope we get to cool. do it again with your parents. Mm-hmm. And you got an autograph. We took a selfie with the dude. Mm-hmm. You got an autograph. He was autographing whatever you bought from him. And my dad was eyeing a hat. When I say eyeing a hat, it was almost I, my my dad doesn't want you to buy him anything ever. He doesn't want yeah. any of that stuff. But he did ask me like, did you check out the hats? Oh, I was like, uh, yeah, yeah. At the in at the guy's merch table. It's like, yeah. He's like, are they good? And I'm like, hmm. I mean, yeah, they're, they're hats. They look good. Okay. And so to me, I'm like, okay, you you want a hat, don't you? But and he wasn't asking for it yeah. at all. <clears throat> but I ended up. Um, he asked again about it later, and I ended up buying him one. And then Mr. Ramos, the artist, was um, signing whatever you bought him. Well, bought from him. He signed your shirt. Yeah. But you bought dad. a black shirt, and the graphic on the front was him. It was him, so he had to sign on top of him himself. And then my dad, <laughs> the hat I bought my dad was was a black hat, so there wasn't anywhere he could sign. Except for inside, 
So inside um, <laughs> the cap, he put love, Raul. I said, can you make it out to Raul? That's my dad's name. And then um, he <laughs> what he put love, Raul. Yeah. Uh, which is pretty funny. Anyway, he took a while to write it. That's what we did last night. Yeah. That was pretty. Oh, tell me about, let's talk about Taco Fest real quick. Because we haven't even brought that up. But for, we mentioned it in previous podcasts before. Mm-hmm. I think that we were working on helping organize um, huge, our city's first ever yeah. taco festival. Taco yes. festivals are coming up in so many different cities. And there's already yeah. been some that have been going on for a handful of years. Our city decided to do one. The people that decided to do it were um, there's a local theater and it's what was it, 1920 something. I don't remember. It's when it was built. It's a beautiful theater, similar to the Majestic or those old yeah. theaters. Yeah. It needs to be um, restored. It needs to be restored. It's it's open now to the public during once a month for you to walk in and take a look. And sometimes they do little things in there, but it needs to be completely renovated. Um, and just restored, restored, not renovated. Sorry. So anyway, this taco festival, in my opinion, and I think a lot of other people's opinion, it's the one annual festival to hopefully bring enough money in to r- restore this theater. There's a nonprofit doing it called CC Patch, and it's the the Ritz Theater in Corpus Christi. So anyway, we were um, kind of brought on board to help. Um, I helped a lot with um, the creative and the media. We yeah. hired. I um, I knew I couldn't do it all myself, so I helped. Um, I hired uh, Holes Design, holesdesign.com, and Sunny James Creative, and those dudes knocked out so much awesome work for us, which was amazing. But the whole festival itself, it happened in September. It happened September 15th, right? Mm-hmm. And, uh, but I think it had been planned since like December. Of the year before, of yeah. Of the year before. It was a lot of work, a lot of planning. Um, it's exhausting. Our festival got rained out. Or rained on, not rained out. Yeah. <clears throat> of all the days. Okay, well, here, let's just say. I want to drag on about it, but go ahead. Let's just say that we live in a coastal, we live on the coast of Texas. We don't so, ever get any rain. Well, no, that's not true. We, we we do sometimes. Sometimes it's drier. However, it's hurricane season, <laughs> June 1st through November 31st or 30th, however. So... The coast of Texas, and I'm sure like the coast of many other states along the the Gulf Coast, are in hurricane preparedness for anything that happens. We were hit with Harvey last year in August. And so come September, there's something brewing in the Gulf. And we're like, holy shit, is it going to be a hurricane? And, And ended up not being a hurricane. However, it was like some just like rain. And we got a ton of rain the day of. But we decided as a committee to continue on with the festivities. Now, there had to be a lot of changes, like indoor, outdoor stuff had to happen indoors. We had all the musicians coming in from out of town. We did have some vendors because I was in charge of La Tienda with all the vendors that were like a little. You brought all the actual shopping vendors together. All the Mercado. Yeah. All the Mercado people. um, They uh, we had some out of town vendors that couldn't come naturally because it was just too dangerous. To drive because uh, not only was Corpus getting rain, like San Antonio, Austin, Houston, the, the whole state was just getting a ton of rain. Um, but we went on and long story short about the Taco Festival. It was awesome. Corpus the rain Christine came. We were showed up. Let's talk about the fucking awesome positives about it, because I yeah. don't mean to talk about th- this rain. That's all we've been saying right no. now. But basically, 
I can't believe how many people actually came out, yes. had tacos in the rain. People came out in rain boots, umbrellas. They brought their kids. Yes. Kids were playing in the rain. It was it fun. Was awesome. It wasn't raining the whole time. No, it, it was did, off and it on. It did pour like a couple of times. Um, but there was plenty of, of coverage, <clears throat> like the, the end that was under the under the yeah. awning. And just and like so... you were saying, we shifted things around. This yeah. was the first year. Um, we're Lo- going to a lot of lessons learned. Continue learning. There's a lot of things that that um, that we learned. So it'll be a great festival. The food was great. We had um, the music was awesome. The stages that we wanted to put it on, we couldn't, so we moved them indoors. House to- of Rock was was nice enough to let us. Mm-hmm. take over their stage inside and so i mean there was contests yeah there was food contest um, chihuahua contest beauty, <laughs> chihuahua contest. beauty contest there was a poetry there was a taco poetry slam um which didn't get to be performed but but we still picked a winner taco song contest people wrote taco people were songs. jamming out in the vip area totally I it, mean, was it was great it was really, great really the cool. food was awesome and the people got to, to pick their people's choice uh by voting for who they thought the best taco was. We gave a huge wrestling belt. That's pretty awesome. The taco festival was called Que Bueno Taco Fest. Um, so you can check that out. You can see all the postings. Uh, que Bueno, spell it, Elena. Q-U-E. Q-U-E. B-U. B-U-E-N-O. Yeah, Taco Fest. Check it out on Instagram. Um, there's a website, QueBuenoTacoFest.com. You can check out all the good stuff about it. But it was great. We had a blast. We, yeah, we had it a lot of fun. fun. Exhausting. Completely exhausting. Um and just to speak candidly, and I think everyone knows this, and we talked about it at the committee meetings, like, man, we have full-time jobs, so taking on something like this and trying to maintain our side hustles, which we call them side hustles. Um, the, the tagline for this podcast is two side hustles and a microphone, but they're pretty much they're, – they're, it's like we have two full-time jobs yeah. each. We had to kind of put that aside for, during <clears throat> while prepping for this festival. And I felt like my brand was hurt a little bit, um, and it – played a, a role on me mentally um so yeah. i need to jump back into it and i have been which is great your brand too because i'm the designer for both brands yeah. so when i can't design anything you can't release anything right anyway um but we're back we're and, back. It, was and awesome. it was a really good experience and um hopefully if the committee is listening we need to think about not having because september is the rainiest month <laughs> of the year <laughs> so hopefully we push it uh, to another month we'll see It'll be cool. I had fun. Anyway, so all these questions we keep getting about social social this this is the <laughs> this is the number one question, and I'm not going to offend anyone. And and I'm you know what I'm kind of even tired of saying that because um, people shouldn't be offended. Not by this. These are just facts. You get this question more than anyone. I think you get a message on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Hi. Hi. Love your brand or whatever. Yeah. I just started to. How do I grow? And then you go and you look at their account and it's got like 50 something followers. Yeah. Which is great because that's not zero. Right. Because I started at zero. Yeah. At Think about how intimidating it is when you when you open it up and you see that zero. How the hell do you get one, two, three, four, I know. five? So I know. the fact that they had 50 something, that's awesome. Or 60 something, whatever it is. Yeah. That's cool. So how do you, how would you tell them they grow? Well, you know, I think also Instagram has also changed so much. Their algorithm is different. So I think the growth is like, and, and I, and I think uh, uh, Instagram and Facebook are always going to be changing. So, so that like the rapid growth that was happening for a lot of us is not going to be like intense as it was before. Yeah. But that growth doesn't have anything to do with <clears throat> getting followers. No, 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 no. I, I, and I know I that. mean, it kind of does in a way, but what I mean is like, you could still get a find a way to get a, yes, a lot of followers, uh, yes. right? But uh, 
I, I think it's a little bit more difficult is what I'm saying. But um, one of the things that I've done for me that has helped me out a lot is when I get invited to collaborate on a giveaway or just like, um, yeah, giveaways are huge for me. I mean, I did a giveaway recently with, I think, maybe 10 other vendors. I mean, it was a lot of us. Mm-hmm. And some of these vendors have like, 35,000 followers or you know they're big and it's like the cross-pollination thing I talked about in a previous episode and so all of a sudden like we do this giveaway and it's like the rules are you have to follow all of us and then I log in and it's like oh I got 200 new followers and it's like what the fuck you know because that's all uh, organic these are all people that weren't following me before or maybe didn't follow me but now are following me for um, a giveaway and so um, I feel like giveaways and collaborations with other brands is huge. And so if you're invited to do one, jump in on it or, or invite someone and say, Hey, what do you think about doing a giveaway? Us three, or I'm going to invite other people. Or let's do a Texas giveaway or let's do, you know, um, do you want to giveaway? It's like, yeah, let's do it. Okay. So before I think one, I think what I, um, what I'm, what I kind of want to bring up, is there's people that are like, how do I grow? I don't know how to grow. I don't know what I'm doing. And then like that, but but then they um they haven't posted in like four or five days, six days, seven days. Let the huge the, the major hit list of you have to do all this. Like this is a reality of not only growing your Instagram account but maintaining what you should be doing. You need to be posting at least. At least once a day. Yeah, that's the minimal that I do. Sometimes, <clears throat> at at least you should you, you at least once a day, but you should probably be posting. And I don't do this three times a day. I, you do this, do. Elena. Yeah. You post three times a day. I try to do three times a and day. And if that sounds like too much, then this isn't the right platform for L- you. Listen, These are the facts. Listen, starting an Instagram account is great. Right. You like log in, you create a name and blah, blah, blah. You post pictures or whatever for your business. Right. It's a ton of work yeah, to maintain it, to maintain that momentum, to maintain that, that growth. You have to post, you have to have to have, there's no way about it. Or you hire somebody to do it, you know, because <laughs> I'm sure there's companies that do that shit. Yeah. You and I are in charge of our own accounts and we are the ones that are in charge of posting and captioning and tagging or whatever if, if it's a product or a person or it's a ton of work you have to have to have to do it i i i, I there's no shortcuts about that yeah so i what i'm trying to what i what i want like if you're the if you're the one listening and and you're just like i have an instagram but i don't know how to grow well if if, if you're not posting that often then then you're not going to grow and i know that's kind of like a <clears throat> It's not a very clear answer. Like I'm not telling you what to post, but what you should be posting is your, your account. In order to gain, in order to gain followers, you need to bring new people to your page. Mm-hmm. So how do you do that? You bring new people to your page, your Instagram account, by um, giveaways, like you were saying, or giving them a reason to. You can do a giveaway on your own. Yeah, tag a friend. Yeah, tag a friend for whatever reason. Yeah. Tag another. And I know, I know that you know that can seem like, oh, that's so boring. I don't want to do no. that. No. But really, if you if you don't want to do that, then get off Instagram, man. Like if if you're not listening to us or anyone that's telling you ways to grow, 
without paying for ads and yeah. without without all that stuff then or without the follow to follow thing follow me i i hate it when when i post something and someone's like follow for follow and i'm like no no i don't know who you are like, and like that's no bitch stupid. <laughs> <laughs> so um well I, you know i did a giveaway when i reached i, I think it was 18 um 18,000 or something i did a giveaway and i decided what i decided to do was give away two bags hand-sewn bags along with some merch that i have so the thing for you to do was tag a friend and tell me why this person is a chingona to you. Right. And Gerald, I couldn't tell you the amount of badass kickassery stories that these girls were telling me. So-and-so is a chingona because whatever. I mean, it was... I, I, my heart was full. Yeah, you're, I'm sure you hear a lot of it, good stories. I was like, oh my God, this is amazing. Because I'm reading and they're they're just telling me. All of a sudden, this post that I was trying to do a giveaway was full of love. And it was full of admiration that these girls didn't like. I'm sure they've never told you or they didn't tell each other. Like, I think you're a chingona because you survived this. You did this. You graduated this and you did this. And I love you for it. And you have no idea how much inspiration you've given me. And then all of a sudden, it's a fucking like sisterhood hug of this post. And I... Loved it. If I could have, I would have given all of those girls, yeah, prizes because. That. So you know, you just never know how this, how these, those types of giveaways and like tag a friend or whatever the the, what the outcome is, and it's typically always really good. And then they follow you, and then they see your your thread, and so or your post. Because one thing for me is my po- my my Instagram feed will always be really positive, and just a place of like you can do it and it's your kick ass and go follow your dreams. And so I, I want my Instagram feed to be like a candy dish. Like just, you know, you go, you go into a person's desk and there's like a candy dish and it's like, Oh, it's candy. And like, you know, that's what I want my Instagram feed to be like, like just this positive, come get a really cool push for you and live your life. Yeah. I admire you. So the thing, the thing I like about your, the thing, what? That was so fake. No, I, I, well, no, it's not fake. Mm -hmm. It's It's not fake news. It's not fake news. I, um, there's, I struggle with my brand, uh, maintaining, well, it's not like it's, it's not that it's plateauing or anything. There's two different, there's two huge differences between our brands. Yes. They're both run by Latinos. That's not a, that's not the, the issue. What I need to do and consistently do is find ways to continue to um, not just be a novelty. I know you've said this before. I'm I'm not a novelty brand. You may see it that way, but that's not the way it comes. I don't see it that not way. Not you. I meant okay. like just people in general. Okay. My brand is about tacos. It, but in, more importantly, it's about celebrating the taco. Mm-hmm. I feel like me, and thankfully now there's a couple of other brands out there, Barbacoa Apparel, Weddell Brand, these guys are just two examples of others that are spreading the culture appropriately yeah. um, and telling the story correctly about, you know, what what these shirts mean to us. Because, again, it's a T-shirt mm-hmm. with art on it mm-hmm. and the art saying something or showing something and that my brand, it's it's all tacos. Mm-hmm. It's all tacos or related to the taco in some in some way. <clears throat> so. 
yeah, everything that I post has to kind of be about that. So I have to find interesting ways to keep my audience engaged. I'm always trying things. Some things work. Some things don't work. Um, some posts don't get very many likes, and you can speak on that too. Mm-hmm. Just in general, like everyone's posts, and it's not uh, – but the great thing about it is like I'm learning from something. Like, okay, well, that didn't work, or that didn't work, or that post didn't get a lot of likes, but it's not about likes. It got a lot of engagement. Mm-hmm. A lot of people are in that post talking about things. So – People, people are different. You have to test things all the time. You have to see what works and what doesn't work. Um, but don't be discouraged. But for me, um, and it's it's inter- it's 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 challenging to figure out what what do I do next? Like what what else do I add to my? C- c- and and the reason I bring this up is because there may be someone who has been growing and then they stop at like a thousand followers and they're not sure why they're not growing. And well, change up what you're doing, maybe. Yeah. Or 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 um. You know, just try something different, try something new, um, come at it from a different angle. Maybe you 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 start something different within right. this brand. So for me, it was like, well, let me start a documentary about people talking about tacos and they're creative and mm-hmm. I get to show them. Uh, and if you're listening, I'm talking about the taco chair. You can watch it on the taco dot com. That <laughs> is my plug for my thing. But that's I, I have plans for that and where that's going to go. Yeah. But you, Elena, and your brand, <clears throat> I love that it's. It's all about it's all about the Mexican Latino culture. So there are just so many ways. So what you're doing is you're basically you're able to celebrate the pride of this culture. And there's so many ways you can do that. Mm-hmm. There's so many different types of posts you can do that with. Uh, and I'm not but I'm not saying it's easy. No. I'm just saying it's 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 so easy to gravitate to if it's done right and you are doing it right. So people are gravitating towards it. Similar to YouTube if if you if you out there listening loves some youtubers and you watch them it's because you're, you're liking them and their brand their authenticity um, all that about them it's the same thing with instagram you have yeah. a brand you are creating some level of authenticity um or n- there is there is no existence of authenticity in your brand and that's bad and maybe that's and why yeah you're losing the, people. your customers and your fans will notice that people right aren't away. stupid they're not no bad. they're not stupid and um you know, and I think also one thing for us is that we, uh, at first, when we f- first started Instagram, it was just product, 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 product. You know, we were trying to sell, sell, Pushing sell, sell. Pushing the sale all the time. And it just Can't doesn't do. have to be like that. Sometimes it could be a really fun <laughs> quote. Sometimes it could be something really stupid and funny that's relatable to the culture or a taco or something. And it's like, like one time I posted a picture of a breakfast taco on my desk at work and I said, I captioned it like, Every time a desk show a taco shows up on my desk, a chingona gets her wings. Like it's something really stupid. Like it doesn't even make any sense. But and because that's just it's, I'm just being stupid and I'm just being funny. And because it doesn't have to be like here, so bonita stuff. Bye 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 shirt 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 shirt. Everything I'm sewing like fabric. It doesn't have to be like that. So I think when you when you diversify that type of your your Instagram feed, your your authenticity and your like yourself stands out it stands out more and you're relatable people want to relate to you oh i understand elena because she's like me or whatever so yeah that's good what else about you know what um this too i've said this before and you remember that i say this there's um people complain about social media businesses complain about social media the platform itself whether it's facebook or whether it's Mm -hmm. instagram or any of that. And we use both, by the way. 
but everyone has this um and it's, it has nothing to do with it has nothing to do with with millennials being entitled it's not any specific generation it's just a mm-hmm. human being in general people think that these they get mad at these platforms for not reach for 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 limiting them on things mm-hmm. if but and what I mean by that is like back in the day when Facebook, when, you know, if a business page had a thousand followers, when you posted something, just about all of them, the people who liked your page, they saw your stuff. Yeah. Your audience reach is extremely limited now. I think it's like under 2% wow. of your of your fans will see your post. That's on Facebook. I don't know what the analytics are for Instagram. But people are mad about that or they're upset about that or businesses are just like, oh, everyone should see it. Whatever the reason, whatever the reason is, just what I'm about to tell you, um, just remember it. These platforms owe you shit. They don't owe you anything. They owe you nothing. I've always told you that. And I I heard it. I think I heard it from Gary a long time ago. Gary Vaynerchuk. I think I heard it from him a long time ago in one of his early, early talks. He hasn't said it again. Uh, at least I don't think so. But they don't owe you shit. And if you think they do, then you're full of shit. Like th- Facebook owes you nothing. Why? What do they owe you? Not a thing. It's a free platform. It's a free platform. Mm-hmm. Instagram, it's a free platform. Think about this, though. Like just they don't owe you anything. So <clears throat> you, it's your responsibility to post things that are engaging, to post things that have meaning to them, to test things out. What what could be viral? What, what would people want to know? Yeah. Don't just push the boring crap out right. that you push all the time because imagine this let's flip it how many pages do you follow elena on facebook on facebook yeah oh a ton okay a ton so and the same thing with instagram it's the algorithms change too and people are complaining about that algorithm but let me let me ask you this imagine if every single page you followed on facebook was in your feed it would it would be nothing but pages nothing but pages yeah so I mean, has anyone, and if you're out there listening, thinking about th- this, have you ever thought about what if every fucking page you liked was in your newsfeed? How annoying that would be? Yeah, that would be annoying. And then, well, I never like, thought about that. Well, let's make a tab, a separate tab. Show me my friends and then show me my... Are you ever going to go to that other tab to, to look at businesses? Probably not. So do you see how like there's bigger pictures involved? Yes, Facebook needs to make money. Absolutely. They need to make money and they're doing a fine job at it and they're making a lot of money. If you're yeah. mad at Facebook and how much money they make, get over it or get off of Facebook. I don't know what I, I don't know what to tell you, but they don't owe you anything. And again, think about how annoying it would be if all those fucking pages were in your feed. Well, and, and that's funny because now like on pages, you can go to show me notifications. So when a page does post something, yeah. you can see it. You can actually go to the page too and say, let me pin them like you mark them as important. Oh, so it I didn't shows know that. them up at the top. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. There's some pages that I have marked important, like my own, <laughs> and then, <laughs> and then and then yours. But I also mark like the tacos of Texas. So it's funny because I'm wondering if they're like God. I wonder if they think I'm just like boop all over because every when you, I, you like their posts. Yeah, I'm like oh, one of the quick. first or one of the second. That's fun. Or, I had no idea you could do that. <clears throat> See, I'm I learning. also do that with Weddell Brand. Um, I do that with. Um, uh, I think I do it now with Barbacoa Apparel. I think I do. Um, but but anyway, re- regardless, yeah, the Facebook owes you nothing. Instagram owes you nothing. None of these platforms owe you a single damn thing. You need to earn every step of the way. Yeah. And yeah, you earned all those likes and all those follows. You did. 
you did. Congratulations. And you need to invo- evolve with them, however they're changing. So right, you and it's changed. Create good content, yeah. and and that's how you can beat all this stuff. But don't expect them to put all your shit on a pedestal and show it to everybody. It's not. It's not going to work that way. well this should challenge people to make (laughs) shit that's actually interesting (laughs) or um and god i don't oh look at this sticker i put on a fucking yeti cup this is amazing buy it that no i don't want to see that okay is that is that mean yeah it is what it is maybe i'm a dick i don't know (laughs) you're not a dick um, the hobbyists, they're fine. I, we were all hobbyists at one point. You know, that's funny that you say that because, oh, somebody, uh, somebody asked me, oh, let, let's also talk about, this is our second year that the, our friend Andrea at Texas A&M, Texas A&M University, Corpus Christi here, our local university, uh, my alma mater, thank you very much, where I got my BS and my MS. Um, they asked us to participate in a Hispanic Heritage Award Hispanic Heritage, Hispanic Heritage Month. <laughs> we got awards. That was a mouthful. I know. Because you were throwing in all your degrees in there. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And I'm that's an educated <laughs> bitch. So, um, should that be a shirt? Educated bitch. <laughs> so, uh, this is our second year that they asked us to go speak. They and asked the, the whole Tejano Justice. All League. the Tejano Justice League this year, and every every week it was a different uh, member. And this this past week it was Creatives, you, me, food. and Puerto Bruja. Um, anyway, and one of the things that uh, they asked, and I don't remember if it was me personally aside or if they asked us as a, as a team, but how did you go from hobby to business? Like, when do you know that you're just making like wreaths during the holidays to, yeah. and no offense to how- anybody making wreaths because I love making wreaths also, but like, when do you know that you're no, that you're a hobbyist? To a legit business. I don't even think that was the way they asked you. I think they asked you, like, how did you do it? Okay. And, and, the, and that's when you're, we always have the answer of you just do it. Yeah. 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 Because it's work, you guys. It's a ton of work. If you want to be a hobby and just make, like, little plantitas and you're, and you're fine with that and sell them, like, at, at your local farmer's market, that's cool, too. Whatever. Whatever works for you. Uh, that is totally fine. But I want to go beyond that. I can't, you know? I can't help it, but continuing to, I am not physically fit by any means, but I, I can't help but continue to bring it back to that analogy of working out, of working yeah. out, um, because it, it just makes, God, it, it's a really good, yeah, it's a really good analogy. It is. So your hobby, your business, your side hustle, all that stuff, like it's literally like working out. Do you want to be a fitness competitor <clears throat> or do you just want to be in shape? Yeah. What happens to your body when you, mm, you go walking once a month? Or I'm sorry, once a week you just walk, yeah. you know, five miles Maintaining around the track. Health. Yeah. What does that do to your body? Well, something, right? But you're not gonna like shed tons of pounds. Right. So what happens when you what happens when, when you, you put the work in? Yeah. What happens when you walk every day? What happens when you start to jog? What happens when you start to run? What happens when you start to lift weights, exercise, incorporate eating healthy? That's right. What happens? You're like a and and then and then you're take, at the peak. Take that to full blown. What happens when you are every day exercising eating healthy working out doing all that you're stuff. putting in work what does that do to your body at that long term the results are going to show up there exactly yeah. so it's the same thing for your business it's the exact same thing you have to look at it that way you have to think about it that way 
Uh, I don't care what business you're in. I don't care if you're making wreaths, if you're planting plants, if you're crocheting shit, if you're a realtor, if you're a chef. I don't give a shit what you are. If you don't put in the work, it's not going to grow. No. And then, man, this whole that whole workout thing is awesome because even the plateauing. Yes. People, when they work out, they, they, plateau. they plateau. So what do they got to do? They got to change. They got to change the game. Change it up. They have to change it up. They have to do something different. I didn't want to be a hobbyist. Same thing as in a business. I didn't want to be just, oh, I'm just going to make this, you know, and throw glitter in and make some stuff. Like, I didn't want to do that. I want to fucking work, work, work. I want to Rihanna this shit and put everything that I got into it. <laughs> That's what I want to do. So, and if that means like posting stuff, t- staying on top of my social media, Making sure that I am past that hobbyist level, you know, legit business, state license, blah, 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 business account, whatever. I'm I'm in it. I am fucking fired up. You want to record another podcast after this? No, I want to go work. I want to go <laughs> sew. <laughs> Who are we talking about today? Was the last... Uh, last? Uh, well, we, we already talked about two girls. Let's throw in a guy. We did talk about... Oh. Yeah, we did VNA. We did Myra. Let's throw in. You're gonna have to throw in the whole Camila radio, which all three. Yeah. Okay. Go for it. So we're talking about our friends Comida Radio. We're giving shout outs to fellow creatives, and right now we're talking about everybody who's in what our local newspaper deemed us as the Tejano Justice League, which yes. I still kind of really don't know how that happened. You know how that happened? What? Let me tell you how that happened. Oh, yeah. So we, uh, VNA, and I. This is brand new to me. N- you don't know this story? Maybe I do. Okay, so VNA and I worked on a, a Dia de los Muertos dinner last year. That's right. And we invited a local reporter, Natalia Contreras, to come and, you know, just enjoy dinner. And it was a five-course meal made by our friends by Comida Radio, Savani, Omar, and Chef Fresco. I filmed it. Yes. And um, we invited local friends, creatives. <laughs> Small, intimate dinner. I think there was maybe 60 people. It was just... Anyway, and this was right after Hurricane Harvey. So at that time, I thought VNA didn't want to do it because, you know, she... she her house was affected by Her it. house was severely yeah. affected by it. But she was like, I want it in. Let's do this. This is... We need, to, we need to move on. Anyway, so Myra was there. Myra was one of the persons that was explaining the art because all her art was hanging throughout the throughout the dinner. Um she, Myra, VNA, and I were standing against the door, and we were all standing with our hands on our hips, like Wonder Woman, like superpower, uh, supergirls. And somebody snapped a picture, and I think Natalia's photographer snapped a picture. And when they returned to the Caller Times, her producer or whatever, her head honcho person there said, Oh, it's like the Hanel Justice League. And that name has stuck. <laughs> and it's just all of us now. I, mean, I don't remember if you told me that. I never told you. Oh my uh, God, that's so funny. It's the picture that started it all. And so when you throw in the chefs, when you throw in you that we're filming, when you throw in other, like our friends that are creative, Sandra, Myra, um, Oneda, and we were all just deemed the, the Hanel Justice League. And so... That's awesome. Okay, anyway, so talk about yeah. talk about the chefs. So well, I'm talking about Comida Radio, and they're they're on Instagram at Comida and right Comida Radio. Yeah. Uh, so Omar Arellano, uh, Savani Quintanilla, and um, I always call him just Chef Fresco, but it's Tony Maldonado. His Instagram is Chef Fresco. It's Chef Fresco, and all these three guys are young creative chefs. All they want to do is make good food. <sighs> 
that they can that they grew up eating that they can relate to that the culture is just in and immersed in and so um I've had the pleasure of having their them cater our, that dinner I've had them come over here to our home we did a kind of potluck and they brought all these kinds of foods and so uh, these guys are just hungry in in the literal and figurative figuratively sense where they just want to like just create food and they're hosting they are hosting for those of you that don't know are you talking about the tacos of texas yeah the tacos of texas yeah yeah so october 23rd october 23rd at 7 p.m i have it on my calendar because i use a digital calendar you refuse to no i don't want to you want to use a paper calendar it's what works october 23rd 7 p.m the tacos of texas if you don't follow the tacos of texas follow them on instagram um they i join them on six of their seven cities uh, as a field producer <clears throat> to help with the new taco documentary docu-series that they're doing we visited uh, different cities in texas and we looked at we focused on different tacos in that city they came to corpus christi and they focused on the breakfast taco and um the episode is premiering on that day october 23rd but comida radio at recess bar and grill is hosting a viewing party and they're also gonna be making food yeah. Um, so that's and their food is really good. So that's what we're doing October twenty third. If you're in Corpus Christi, come check that out. Also, go follow the Tacos of Texas and uh, check out the um, the first three or four episodes already aired right now. Austin, um, San Antonio already aired. <coughs> Austin, San Antonio, um, Houston, Houston, and then uh, Rio Grande Valley. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Rio Grande Valley. Okay. Yeah. Let's check it out. All right. Okay. So good. Shout outs. Shout outs done. Shout out down. Podcast done. For <laughs> now episode. I gotta go work. <laughs> yeah, I gotta go work too. Guys, thank you so much for listening. Thank you. We appreciate you guys uh, sticking with us. Yes. Keep doing and please this. contact us. You can contact us on our Instagram pages um, at Sobonita S-E-W or Elena R. Flores. Um, website is Sobonita.com. Yeah. I'm Taco Gear. TacoGear.com at TacoGear on Instagram. Just let us know whatever you're thinking, what you think about the podcast. If you have any and questions, we'll be more than happy to answer them. If you're an anchor, and we know you, we know we have anchor listeners. If you're listening to this, and if you don't know what anchor is, anchor is the platform we use to produce this podcast, and it distributes it wherever um, it needs to be. But you can also listen to it on anchor in the anchor app. You can actually leave us voice memos, which is cool. Ask us questions. Just tell us what your thoughts are. But more importantly, go rate and review this podcast on whatever you're listening to it on especially um apple podcasts because <laughs> it really helps so let us know okay thanks guys hasta la próxima bye everyone